What is going on, guys? So welcome to another Lifting Nerds podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Emsley, and today I'm going to be talking about why you shouldn't be doing hours and hours of cardio if your main goal is fat loss. Um, yeah, so starting off, um, to create a calorie deficit, cardio can be uh, implied um, to create that uh, calorie deficit, to create uh, to have your body actually burn more calories. Um, but doing it in extreme amounts can cause um, some interference effect with strength training and can cause you um, to lose more muscle mass. So I'm going to go into a couple of different scenarios on how that works. Um, so a very common one that I typically see to uh, specifically ladies that end up going to the gym um, where they're doing hours and hours of cardio every single day, um, like two hours of cardio, five, six, seven days a week, um, and doing a very minimal amount of strength training. Um, so they still create that calorie deficit. They still end up dropping that weight. But what ends up happening is the weight they do drop, a lot of that is coming from muscle mass as well. Um, so they end up getting this what is known as like a skinny fat look so they don't have those nice curves that they're wanting um they they don't have that nice tone that they're wanting in their muscles and that shape um and this is due to not being able to strength train not to uh, get that progressive overload to retain the muscle mass to continue uh, to get stronger um but uh yeah so that's the main thing for that um for individuals that do tons of resistance training but also do tons of um tons of um of cardio so like like an hour and a half to two hours every single day and what ends up happening with them is the cardio that they're doing causes a lot of fatigue and interferes with their ability to strength train um so this is actually called um the interference effect um, so if you're doing tons and tons of cardio, especially if you're doing it right before your um, strength training sessions, um, this can cause uh, some negative adaptations um, that will make it harder for your body to actually um, build new muscle mass and hard for your body to adapt um, to get stronger over time. Um, of course, um, you can still do cardio, you can still gain muscle um uh, during while performing quite a bit of um, cardio, but it's gonna slow that down. The more cardio you're doing, um, like if you're doing a ton of cardio, especially if it's cardio that is higher uh, impact cardio or doing t- large amounts of it, um, it can cause um, a lot of glycogen depletion. It can cause a lot of fatigue. It can cause some soreness to those joints, which is gonna interfere with your ability to actually. Um, lift heavy in the gym and stimulate muscle growth. Um, so that's why we want to make sure that we're moderating how much cardio we're actually doing in the gym. Um, so for cardio, um, it is again a good way to put yourself into a calorie deficit. Um, so example, to put yourself into a calorie deficit that's going to cause you to lose one pound weight per week um, that's going to be a 500 calorie deficit so doing um, what is known as low intensity steady state cardio so things like brisk walking going at a lower intensity on like a stairmaster or um on like a spin bike or something like that where your heart rate's between like i say like 100 to 130 um this 
Um, doing that uh, three, four times for 30 minutes or 35 minutes um, per week is essentially going to lead to a 500 calorie deficit. Um, so that's definitely enough to put you or help you lose weight, one pound of weight, um, body weight uh, per week. Um, so that's that's a way of going about it. But when I program uh, cardio with my clients, um, I make sure that their cardio is about half. So they're spending half the amount of time doing cardio compared to their resistance training. So say, for example, if they're doing two hours in the gym of resistance training, they'd be doing at most at the end of the cutting phase, one hour of cardio. Um, most people, I won't be having them do uh, two hours of resistance training, depending on their experience level. Um, it's more going to be like an hour to an hour and a half. Um, but that's just to give you guys an idea. Um, yeah. So with that, I have a couple more points that I wanted to go over here. Um, let's see. I just forgot where I was. Um, yeah. So another way to uh, minimize this interference effect that comes with doing tons of cardio is to make sure, yeah, you're reducing the amount of cardio you're doing. You're doing no more um, than half the your time uh, spent in the gym doing cardio um, compared to strength training also how you can program your cardio is do your cardio on your rest days so it doesn't interfere with your strength training or else you can do um, cardio in your morning and then have uh, do your strength training in the evening so you have a nice large gap between that so the fatigue from the cardio in the morning isn't going to affect you in the evening and you have a lot of time to replenish that uh, muscle glycogen um, you can also do it vice versa, do strength training in the morning and then cardio in the evening. Um, if you find you are a very busy individual, doing um, some cardio after your strength training session is going to be better than doing cardio before your strength strength training session. Um, obviously, you can still do a little bit of a warm-up um, on the treadmill or something like that to get your heart rate up, which will help with performance, but not doing tons and tons of cardio before doing strength training as that's going to impede your performance. Um, so doing it after um, rather than before or doing it on um, um, or having a different sessions throughout the day. So doing a session of cardio in the morning and then doing a session of strength training in the evening. Um, or just having them on separate days, having um, those cardio days on your rest days from strength training. Um, so that's how you can minimize that interference effect. Again, that interference effect isn't going to be to a high degree, especially in new uh, lifters. Like it's not going to impair you from building muscle. It will just slow down that process a little bit more and won't be as optimal if your main goal is body composition changes. If your main goal is to look better. If your main goal is to be an endurance athlete, obviously you're going to want to be tapering more of your time in the gym to doing cardio rather than doing strength training um, but that's where it's it's got to be specific to your goals um, for a lot of my clients I find the best way um, especially for clients that don't enjoy cardio they would prefer doing stuff outside is having a step goal rather than having uh, rather than having a specific time limit on uh, a cardio machine in the gym so you can if you have like a Fitbit or have a phone you can just uh, keep track of your steps they're not going to be the most accurate but uh, just having a general range is going to be better than nothing um, but uh, yeah and like you could start off maybe with uh, 6,000 steps per day um, and then bump that up to like 7 to 8 to 9 to 10 um, and then you can create a further calorie deficit doing that 
obviously with the step count too, not going too extreme. If you're getting over like 20,000 steps per day, then that's likely going to impair your performance in the gym um, as well. Yeah. So the main takeaways from this podcast um, is that, uh, yeah, cardio can create a calorie deficit, um, but it shouldn't be focused on more than doing the resistance training itself. The resistance training itself is going to give you that nice uh, physique, that those nice curves, nice tone, um, that actual muscle mass. Again, with a lot of female clients, I know they're always scared to put on muscle, but it is very challenging to gain a lot of muscle. Like if, even if you're strength training for 10 years, uh, most females aren't going to look like um, you're not going to look like that female bodybuilder on the stage unless you're taking like some sort of steroid or unless you're in some sort of crazy um, calorie surplus for a large period of time doing everything to optimize muscle hypertrophy even then it's very challenging as a natural athlete to put on muscle mass um, so yeah definitely <laughs> females out there don't worry about putting on muscle what's going to happen if you're doing more resistance training you're going to get a better shape you're going to get a better a bigger butt um, you're just going to get a better shape to your physique uh, you're not going to get this crazy muscular physique just from doing strength training um, and uh, yeah so resistance training um, definitely with your resistance training uh, your cardio should be no more than half the amount of time of your resistance training so if you're say again for the example of resistance training for two hours um, your cardio should be no more than um, 60 minutes or one hour long um, yeah and then for types of cardio that you're doing if your main goal is just uh, changing your physique more body composition uh, related so gaining uh, muscle mass losing fat mass then doing more low intensity steady state is probably going to be your best option so doing things with less impact so like walking um, using a limp elliptical um, using um, like a bike or something like that as it's going to be easier on your joints it doesn't have a lot of eccentric motion like if you're doing a lot of running or jogging um, that can have um, it, it can eccentrically load your quad um, uh, to slow down the motion there and uh, put a little bit more tension on the joints doing that kind of stuff in moderation is definitely okay but doing tons and tons of that can impair your performance in the gym um, yeah so mainly focusing on low impact low intensity steady state if you are doing higher intensity um, like hit training then doing it on a day on one of your rest days or periodizing it in your program so it's not going to affect um, your strength training doing like moderate intensity steady state so things like jogging or um, things uh, where your heart rates between say like 130 to like 150 or 160 um, that kind of stuff you can make it work um, it will have a slightly larger interference effect um, but um, you can program it in to minimize it, especially if you're somebody that likes to do a lot of um, runs or marathons and stuff like that, but you still love doing resistance training in the gym. Um, you just have to know that you're not going to be as optimal uh, for growing muscle, doing more of that kind of uh, cardio. But uh, yeah, and if you hate doing cardio, just having a step count. So doing, um, having a certain step count to hit, uh, starting off with like six or 7,000, working your way up to 10 or 12,000 can be a great way just to burn off some extra calories. Also doing uh, more um, cardio itself can help partition nutrients. So that is definitely a benefit. So if you're in your off season, doing a little bit or getting your steps up is going to help um, partition those nutrients. Um, yeah, so that's, that's all I had for today's uh, podcast.
Um, thanks uh, for joining in to listen to it. I uh, hope you guys have an awesome day.